Welcome to Coffee with Kojo, a podcast produced by students in the School of Communication and Journalism at South Dakota State University. My name is Rocky Daly, and I'm an associate professor in the school. This episode features journalism students Tori Burns and Carter Schmidt, who will be hosting future episodes. And welcome back to another Coffee with Kojo podcast. This is a journalism student takeover. I'm Carter Schmidt. And I'm Tori Burnt. And we are both STSU journalism students. And we're going to take over the podcast today because we were going to have Dan Centella from Kello come on and join us this week. But he's, he'll be here next week. Yeah. We're so. going to figure something out with Dan. So right now, it's going to be the two of us. We're going to talk about this year, some things that have been going on, and kind of what it's been like this year with COVID. It's been a lot different of a year. So Very much so. Like every... Yeah, like everything, COVID is changing everything, but I think we should start with a little intro about who we are, and yeah. I'll let you do it. All right, so I'm Tori. I'm a senior at SDSU. I'm a journalism major with ag marketing and communication minors. As of right now, I'm planning to apply for grad school at SDSU for communications because I think I just can't get enough of Kojo. I don't want to leave yet, so... Yeah, I'm from a small town by Brookings, and Brookings is just a great town just because of SDSU. Well, all right, exactly. <laughs> I'm Carter Schmidt, and I graduated in 2018, same as Tori, and I'm from Coleman, South Dakota, which is just uh, about half an hour south of Brookings. I'm a journalism and communications double major with a minor in marketing, and I'm a junior now, technically, so, um, you know, about a year and a half left, and kind of we'll just, we'll see where that takes me um, afterward. I'd like to get a position somewhere at a news station not sure where yet or or if it'll be close to here or not but time will tell at that point so he's currently a reporter at Kelland. so he, technically yes i was an intern this past summer and and that'll you know let's just jump over to the next topic like i was going to talk about how this this summer how things were and kind of what we did so um yeah i was an intern with Kelland news this past summer what's really cool about their internship is for one it's paid and two they treat you like an actual reporter and they expect you to go out and get your own stories and edit, shoot, everything, right? Um, for everything for the story. So that's been pretty cool. But normally that would end at the end of the summer, but luckily throughout this school year, they've allowed me to come back and keep working for them. So I've been uh, going in on the weekends and different things. And now we've kind of dropped the intern title and now we're just kind of working out. So if that keeps up, I wouldn't mind working there after school, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, well, I was supposed to move to Sioux City for the summer. I was going to be a reporting intern, um, but they don't have the intern title at all. It's just a reporter um, at KTIV in Sioux City, and I was going to live there and report for them, and then COVID happened, so my internship got canceled. So instead, I decided to work four jobs um, and just, you know, have fun with that. So I was a reporting intern for my local newspaper, the Tri-City Star. So I did that, wrote some stories, figured out I really don't enjoy a small-town newspaper aspect. Like, I like it, but I don't think I would enjoy working in my hometown for the rest of my life doing that. Um, but it was a great experience. I also nannied, was a cleaning lady, and then kept working at an accounting firm as a marketing intern. Do you still, are you still considered an intern there, or are you more just kind of working for them? Now? I just, I'm, the internship title was technically dropped in mm -hmm. March when my internship was completed, but I think 
I just still tell people I'm the marketing intern because I do marketing stuff and I'm a receptionist. I just kind of do whatever they need me to do. Right. It's one of those things where you're kind of thrown in and it's, it's like a typical intern. You're kind of just thrown into multiple different things at once and you're like, here, figure it all out. Exactly. But it, it is nice that, you know, for you and I both, you can drop that intern title after a while. If mm-hmm. you're just considered uh, an intern for so long and then they kind of hire you on because they realize, you know, how valuable you are yeah. um, to the company or whatever. So that's been really cool. I've been able to shoot sports now that sports are finally back, shoot football, do fun things like that, um, yet still be able to go in on the weekends and still report. So that's cool. And and for you, you're still able to make that as a part-time job and mm-hmm. spend time doing that. Yeah. So that was the summer. Um, but then we had to transition into a very, very, uh, you know, never before seen school year, especially for the two of us. And so far, how do you feel like the school year has been going? Weird. I feel like the school, this school year is just weird because, I don't know, as a senior, you always have these high expectations of how you want your last year of college to be and how you want your hobo week to go and you just want to have things normal and they're not normal. I mean, this is the new normal for now, so I'm used to it, but I don't, I take online classes when I have to, so when my classes are forced to be online, it's a little difficult. But I think that all of my professors have been very accommodating and it making it feel like more normality, which I think is really good. I think the one thing that's nice is, like, I can literally wake up and roll over and get on the Zoom. I don't have to, have to get ready every day or go to class, but I miss that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's weird not to be able to do that all the time. And this whole year has just been kind of unknowns week to week are we going to stay on campus are we going to make it through what's COVID going to do on campus and it's nice that we are now a few weeks out from Thanksgiving I think you know we're going to make it there we're on the homeward stretch yeah exactly and it's just it uh was very I don't know it's it's hard to keep track of certain assignments I think in certain classes because you don't meet three times a week like normal or twice a week so it's hard to Stay on top of certain things, but for the most part, professors do a good job at reminding you and, and mm-hmm. keeping you updated on what's happening. But there are times when I'm like, oh, I had that due, didn't even realize it. But that's the thing, too. Professors have been very lenient when it comes to if you didn't get something in right away or, or were a little bit late on something, they're usually pretty understandable if you yeah. have a good, a good reason and they're able to help you out there. See, the one thing um, that I really do miss is I love – like how small, like your, our major oriented classes, so like our journalism classes and our communications classes, they're a lot smaller classroom sizes, so you get to know the students a lot more, and I miss that. I miss the group projects where you got to meet face-to-face and get to know um, just your classmates, and there's really not that aspect. I mean, there's breakout rooms in Zoom, but it's not the same because you can't really be like, hey, you need to talk. Well, their internet connection might not just be there, and maybe they are trying to talk, but you just can't hear them. There's a lot of the new barriers that we're going to have to work through with the whole online school and meeting virtually, but I think that so far we're making progress and we're doing a good job at that. And I know with some classes, we're still getting those small classes, not because we want them, but because we're forced to have them. And I, I mean, even in one of my classes, it's weird because for a while there, it was the same three people that showed up in person, and then there was only two people on Zoom, and I'm like, I feel like there should be more people. I don't know. 
Yeah. You know, I don't know how it all works or what people's situations are like, but uh, I almost feel like there should be more than that. It is weird. Um, wearing masks throughout the entire hour is not ideal, but if it may, if it lets if it allows us to have in-person classes, that's fun. Another thing I kind of miss, just walking the halls of Jaeger and just being able to pop in and say hello to professors and different things. Like you still can, but you don't know if they're there. Like and the door is shut, and you're really not supposed to. Like you can knock on the door, and then you have to stay in the hallway. But in Jaeger, there is a den. And you're not allowed to be in the den. And the den usually is full of snacks and there's popcorn and a Keurig. And it just feels like home. And there's really not that home aspect right now because it's all black. And There were Legos in there. Yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> the lights are off and it's just darkness. And it's really sad. But, I mean, as long as we can be at school, we'll, I'll take that sacrifice, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, but there are definitely things that are way different that I really never would have expected to happen, like with the den and everything. Um, but even just like the relationship with your professors, I feel like has been hindered because you don't stay after class and talk because there's so much Zoom going on <laughs> that you can't really stay after class and talk. And do you think overall, despite COVID, classes has, have been as smooth as they can be through this time? Yes. I think they, I think SDSU, um, Mainly just even, like, our department has done an amazing job with making the transition smooth. And if there has been bumps, working with everybody and communicating, hey, you know, how was this? I think we definitely have an advantage being the communications department because we're all about surveys, communication. We want to fix mm -hmm. things, and we want to make sure it's the best experience for everybody. So I, that has definitely – we are very blessed to be in – the department that we are because I feel like just hearing from other students I think that we have a really good experience and I'm just happy also that at least for the two of us we're basically done with our labs for different classes but yeah. especially those science labs you had to take mm -hmm. as a general because even like some of my friends who are egg majors they still have what their soils lab or different things and they've gotten to the point with them where they get a box and they actually take that stuff home and do it and it's just, it's weird. It is, cause like even like Cade, mm -hmm. he literally brought home a box one day and he was at the dining room table doing a soils lab and then he has to find those results or whatever. And then I don't know if does a worksheet or something about it, but it's just like, it stinks not to be able to be in person learning that probably. Um, but yeah. I, I don't know how he feels about it. But for us, I'm just thinking of some of those people in video production. Now we, we took half the class in person online. and then half online but which it was kind of funny we our professor um said pretty much if if it would have been flip-flop where we would have done all of the stuff that we needed to do second half of the semester so after spring break if we would have done that first we would have been just fine because um all of the stuff we did at the beginning of the semester was beginner and you worked on your own and then all the second half was group projects where you needed to check out the nice equipment that um, Jaeger has to offer and our department has to offer, but you couldn't do that with COVID when right. we were all at home. And you can't just assume that everybody has this nice camera mm -hmm. that we just had to do with our phones and free editing software. It was just a lot different. Right. But it was it was crazy how he adapted to that and the whole class adapted to that to still yeah, make it, it was, happen. It was amazing. I, I literally can't say enough how thankful I am to be in this department and how it really was a smooth transition, even though I, I complained a lot. 
<laughs> oh yeah, I, I, it was still a smooth transition. Like it was as smooth as it definitely could have been. Yeah, and there there wasn't a student that didn't complain. I don't think yeah. um, across the college. And now we transitioned to that online work. Now we're back in person. It's a lot different, but at least they're able to still make that happen. So um, exactly. another thing is we were both heavily involved with STUCU athletics. You know, whether it was you writing for the Collegian, me working for for STUCU athletics video. This year's been super weird because I'm don't I haven't been doing games on Saturdays. You haven't been mm-hmm. doing volleyball. It's just oh, yeah. like it's a lot different. But sports are coming back. So how weird is it this semester? There hasn't been sports so far, and I bet when they come back, they're not going to be normal. But at least they'll be back, I guess. Yeah, I think it's crazy because I'm talking to people who are season ticket holders, and they they always joke with me. They're like, "Haha, you're not going to be able to go to the games because they're going to give it to the season ticket holders, like those seats." And I said, "Well." We're lucky because we're journalism students, so we usually tend to work for, like, the Collegian, so the newspaper, and we both are very active members of the KSUJ radio on campus, so they're still going to want coverage of their games, so we'll still be able to go to that, but personally, I thought it was crazy. I usually go to every single volleyball game that's home and report on it, because I'm, I'm the volleyball beat reporter, and I was the men's basketball beat reporter as well, so... It's it's a lot different, and I'm not like I'm not preparing for men's basketball yet, you know, because it's mm-hmm. it's not certain that it'll be, you know. I mean, right. as of right now, it it is, but they haven't released a schedule, so I can't really prepare. You know what I mean? And, and it's going to be crazy when it comes to when you're having football, volleyball. I'm not sure if volleyball is released for schedule or I don't soccer. Think so. That might be late spring, but either mm-hmm. way, like football is going to be like early spring, and then there's still going to be basketball at the end of that, and there's yeah. going to be conflicting oh, everything. It's going to get crazy. Yeah, very much so. And so I know we're going to talk about this later, but I'm the station manager at the radio station, and Carter is the news director. So at least in my part, I have to work with our sports team and figure out how we want to adapt to that new schedule because we always – Re or live commentate the ba- men's basketball games and women's basketball and football. So if there's two games going on at once, you w- there's we only have one radio station. So I'm we're trying to figure out how we're going to adapt to that. Which one goes on Facebook? Which one goes on the actual radio? It's just crazy. It's not something that I ever thought I would be in the peti- position of having to handle with like mm-hmm. handle that and. It's just crazy. It's been definitely a, a huge growing up experience for a lot of people in college because you have to be smart and you have to do what is right. With um, like COVID, you need to make sure that you're following protocols and making sure that you're staying healthy and keeping everybody else healthy, but also still being a college student. Right. It's, I feel like the whole COVID has made a lot of people grow up in a quick fashion. <laughs> right, and we can you were just talking about KSTJ and I was really just going to go right into it. So, KSTJ this year you've been working what this is your second year? This is my second year. Last year I was the news director for KSTJ and now this year I'm the station manager. And this is my first year and I'm the news director, so I took Tori's position. She moved up. Um Now I'm Carter's boss. Right, exactly. I don't know how I like that. <laughs> um she's been pretty pretty tough on me. However, so I started the the year out in quarantine for a while. Wasn't able to do my show or had a lot of stuff going on. I just didn't get to it. But lately, I've been going in and doing all that, and it's been a fun time. I mean, it's been fun to just sit down for an hour and literally play some music. 
talk about now my show is all about news headlines mm -hmm. um talk about your show my show is actually called entertainment this afternoon so i do it with our program director and my friend megan jansen and we talk about we always have a bachelorette segment um it's just entertainment news and then like just things all things entertainment so we entertaining so we talk about music movies celebrities um i always try to bring in like kim kardashian a little bit because <laughs> all, all the 411 yeah i don't even know what that means i hear your ad all the time but what does what does that mean is that like a hollywood thing yeah really? i think so I mean, that's what we always talked about. It was like the 411. What's the 411? Uh, so it's like, I feel like it might have been like back back in the day I used quotes. Um, <laughs> you could call like 411 because like 511 is is the roads, right? What's the yes. 511? Yep. And I think 411 would be like news headlines or something. Oh, really? I think maybe. I'm going to Google it. Yeah, do that. Yeah, so I'm not. See. I'm not saying anything and wrong. While she's Googling, um, yeah, my show is called Know the News at State that I do twice a week. It's an hour long. Just talking about news headlines that are going on. It's pretty simple. Um, and look at events on campus, local events, local news, regional news. Throw some national stuff in there. Like yesterday I did my show. I talked heavily about the election. Um, so a lot of stuff like that. And I'm always looking for someone to come on and do that with me. Tori's coming. She's done it with me before. And I have other friends that have wanted to but haven't done it yet so yeah. i'm always looking for someone it's like it's better to have someone else there to have a conversation i couldn't sit here for we're going for what 17 minutes now and talk by myself you have to have, yeah. it's nice to have someone else there i so. do my shows on mondays from 12 to 2 it's it's definitely a lot of fun so what's the 411 meaning it's information or knowledge a telephone number for directory information it's informal and the 411 information or knowledge usually about an event or activity acquired by oral communication and then they're like here's the 411 on tomorrow night's party that's uh, what they said hmm. that was the google search so i think so if i call 411 right now what's gonna happen i don't think it'll go through oh i shouldn't try it yeah don't try it okay sounds good <laughs> would actually have like a nine or something and then uh oh <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's KSDJ, and then there's Wait, other... let me plug, um, we have a music festival at the end of the year. Yes. So Mayday Music Festival, so we are actually in big preparation and planning for that. Um, we are going to start picking bands soon, and we're going to try to keep it local, I think, just with COVID and everything, we don't really want travel. Um, so we're going to try to keep it local. We usually try to have local bands and some student performers as well. But that's um, in the end of April because May Day is not on a Friday. And if we go into May, it's finals. So right. can't really do that. But we're going to have a rabbit raisers coming up. So and we just put together a video for that. And it's very funny. So, I mean, go like <laughs> KSDJ on Facebook and you'll see the video. And it's, it's very, you get to meet our staff or most of our staff. I mean, of course, COVID affected that. So one of our staff members um had to be in quarantine and the other one was sick so they didn't get to be there but it was a lot of fun um and it just helps you get to know us and yeah it, it yeah it's been a good year and kojo has definitely helped ksdj this year with the transition i mean we lost our advisor so then one of um the professors in this department stepped up stepped in and is our new um interim advisor so Kojo has helped us a lot just kind of with that transition, um, which has been good. 
and also hard. <laughs> right, especially because you lose someone who knows so much about it and knows yeah. what to do. Exactly. And not only was was she the advisor for KSDJ, but she also did the collegian. So mm -hmm. for any Kojo students looking for opportunities on campus for you know, journalism or even mass communications, or even if you're not a Kojo student, you just want something to do, you're interested in that, KSDJ, the collegian, that's really what we have for students on campus, I guess. Uh, yeah. there's, there's other opportunities to work in athletics and things, mm -hmm. but that's it's kind of, you have to go seek that out yourself, kind of. Yeah. You can be a DJ at KSDJ, and you can also just be a reporter for the Collegian, and I know we are both always looking for help, and you can also be a photographer for um, the Collegian as well, so. So, that is some of the, or the KSDJ is one thing that Tori and I are heavily involved in. And then there's the Collegian, and we haven't done a lot with that this year, um, just because we're busy with our, our other things. And, and mainly, there's no sports, and we're both sports reporters. Yeah, so. that's true, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so we've been doing that, but we've also been working with the Edgar Media Center with On Call with the Prairie Doc, which, if you don't know, is an STPB talk show, doctor talk show program. People can call in and ask health questions, and they and they give health advice and whatnot. These doctors come on and do this, and it is. Um, we both started this year as reporters, and they never had two before. It's always been just one. So this year, it's nice. It's the two of us, and we're actually taking that class as school credit. Mm -hmm. um, that as yeah, we're taking it as a class for school credit. Right. It's usually um, not for a class, but we had a class fall fall through, and it was really close to the deadline of when you need to register. So um, the department worked with us with that. So that was good. So what's cool with that is what we do is we set up we set up interviews with different doctors. You know, we've done a variety of different things. This past week we talked about COVID stuff because this episode's about COVID. We've talked about rheumatology for one of them because mm -hmm. we had an episode about that. And there's just a bunch of things. So we set it up. We do these things, which are basically just reporter packages, but we call them roll-ins. And we put them together. They air on the show. But besides being reporters... We also help at production as well. Yes, we're both so. production assistants. I usually do audio, and Carter usually does camera. Um, I think that's how we're assigned tonight because we're filming this on Thursday, um, and it's Thursday today, so we have Prairie Doc tonight. Yeah, so uh, some other people that work are Brady Nicholas is pretty heavily involved with mm -hmm. J-Club and different things, and we can talk about J-Club too. Yeah. And uh, he, he works with us, and Josie. Josie and Nelson John. and John. Quite a few people. Yeah. There's a lot of student help, but I'm sure um, On Call always is looking for help um, mm -hmm. with production assistance. So, I mean, if, you want, if you're a student and you're interested in that, that is a very fun position and great experience. Yeah. So there's that with On Call with the Prairie Doc, and I didn't put this on the agenda because I forgot, but we should talk about J-Club. Yeah. So, actually, um, Dr. Daly came to J-Club Advisor um, Mr. Helen, that that's so weird. It's Jim, right. <laughs> but came to him and asked if uh, the journalism club would be interested in kind of doing this podcast takeover and helping with this podcast a little bit. And it's been a chaotic year, so this is the first one that we've been doing. But um, yeah, J Club is a lot of fun when we meet and get everybody together. But and when we can actually take trips. <laughs> yes. we. I'm the president this year, and Carter is the vice president. And last year, we were going to go on a trip, and then COVID affected that. But the year before that, so our freshman year, we went to Chicago, and we toured a bunch of news stations and just 
journalism related businesses. Yeah, Chicago Tribune, <laughs> Chicago yeah. Sun Times. Yeah. The, and, and and then a couple of there's an NBC station, I believe. Mm-hmm. And we, we go? radio station. Yeah, radio station. And then we went to a Bulls game and it was a lot of fun. But yeah, it's a great way to get involved. We have meetings every other Thursday, but we have a meeting this Thursday as well as next Thursday, I believe. So yeah, if you're a student, you want to be get involved with Journalism Club, but definitely do that. It's a lot of fun. And keep in mind, you don't have to be a journalism student. You yeah. don't have to be. Um, anybody can if you have any interest in journalism. Exactly. What we're talking about. And we always bring in different speakers mm-hmm. um, to talk to us. And they're usually some former students of SDSU, some just professionals in the business um, mm-hmm. coming in and talking to us. And it's that's pretty cool. We you usually try me. to get um, people in the work world so we can ask just pretty much advice on what they w- wish they would have known when they were working and all the or when they were in college before they started working um but it's really beneficial i've found and you make contacts you make contacts with people and i found that it really helps to have those contacts so that when you start looking for jobs or internships you can say hey you know how does my resume look or hey what is what do you recommend like would this be a good internship and people are always very eager to help and they want to make they want to make sure that you get a good job (laughs) Well, I think that's basically all I have. Um, but I did have one last question. Going into next semester and then for you graduating, for me going into next year and whatnot, I mean, granted you get into grad school and go into next year as well. We're hoping, fingers crossed. Well, there you go. Um, hopefully, knock on wood. Yeah. Um, how do you think it's going to look moving forward? Do you think next, next semester? Now, what I'm hoping happens is there's a vaccine announced, <laughs> and we get that, and then next year is just normal. Yeah, but, but we'll they're see. saying two years before it's normal, normal. But um, I'm definitely hoping. I'm I'm definitely a glass half full type of person. So I'm really, really, really hoping that the vaccine does get released and college can be semi-normal. I mean, I'm okay with wearing a mask because if if it means I can go to school and I – I'm fine with it. So if that's mm-hmm. if wearing a mask and social distancing for the next two years means that I can still go to school, I'm fine with it. But you know, you're the selfish ambition of I want sports, I want to play intramurals because that's something that we don't get to do really. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely harder than normal. But um, also in May, I really want to walk. I want to walk a real graduation ceremony of college. Mm-hmm. I I worked hard to be here, and I worked hard. And paid money to be here, so right. it would be really nice to have that ceremony. But I know that SDSU is working hard on planning that and making sure that there's everything. And even even um, Kojo is trying to figure something out for the graduating Kojo students so that there is something. And we do feel honored to have finished this because it is a big deal to graduate from college. But moving forward, I'm definitely hoping for spring break. I think Mm -hmm. students definitely need a break. Um, It's a lot of school all at once, even not having those little one-day weekends or um, three-day weekends, weekends, um, those little Fridays or Mondays off. um, They make a difference, I've noticed, and it's it's caused a lot of burnout in students, but I think um, professors and students both have been working really well together to prevent burnout, and if you did have burnout, um, make sure that you're fine and you got back to work and you're finishing your semester strong but i'm very hopeful that normality is coming soon 
Yeah, and that's what I noticed I missed was those three-day weekends because it's literally been just Friday, Saturday, Sunday, back to school Monday, and mm-hmm. not having, you know, um, Native American Day or, or President's Day, those different days yeah. off. It's just like I wish there was that um, or Labor Day weekend. I mm-hmm. mean, all of that, it's just gone. Yeah, and it's crazy because you never really think about it as a student um, that those one day, one extra days really help, but those one days – you don't do anything like I mean you could schedule the work but for me um I usually work on the weekends too so it's just kind of seven days of work (laughs) it's not really a break but um I'm really hoping for spring break in those extra holidays Mm -hmm. and I know that that as of right now that's what it's looking like so I'm hoping that that stays because I think um not only students, but professors need those days. I know we were talking to a professor the other day, and he said that I'm re- he's really behind on grading because he doesn't have those days. Usually those days where no students are here, that's their grading days, and they, ha- they don't have it because it's just constant school. Mm-hmm. It's going to be weird. And, I mean, I think next semester, now that we've been through a semester like this, we know what it's like. It'll be a lot easier of a transition next yeah. semester. But it's going to be weird to figure out those schedules again, those cohorts. What day do you meet? What day don't you meet? When mm-hmm. are you, you know, when are you supposed to be in person? When are you supposed to be on Zoom? So it's going to be that's going to be a little different. But I think uh, we've done it once. We can do it again. Yeah, so. once the first time is always the hardest, and it's going up from here. Hopefully, yes. so. Well, I think that's really all I have for today. Um, it was yeah. fun to be able to talk to you, Tori, today just about what we've been doing this summer, what we've been doing this year, and how we expect things or hope things go into mm-hmm. next semester and in the future. So, um, yeah. Yeah, what, anything else you have to say? Um, yeah, thanks for listening to Coffee with Kojo. That's all I have. That's all we got. Awesome. Stay classy, Coffee with Kojo. Yeah, that's, see, I always sign off on mm. uh, KSTJ with Stay Classy 90.7, so Carter's just trying to steal it from me. I always try to steal her thunder whenever I can. Yeah, so. it's fine. All right, thank you for listening. Our next episode will be available on November 20th. This podcast is a property of the School of Communication and Journalism at South Dakota State University, which reserves all rights to its use. Music by Cody M. Johnson and Tyler Addison James is licensed through A.